Welcome to Spew Spectrum People Enjoying Wizardry. I'm Queerness, and I have Asperger's Syndrome. I'm Lavender, and my daughter, Abby Cadabby, has nonverbal autism. I now call this second meeting of Spew to order. Welcome, guys. Um, I know we said that we were going to be recording and releasing monthly, but to kind of get things started, we've decided to go bi-monthly for a couple weeks. I felt like there was something else I was going to say there. I don't know. Anyway. We need your mail to help make content for you guys. Please send us Howler Mail. You have any new business you want to share with us? Any highs or lows from the past couple weeks? Um, not that I can really think of at the moment. We, it's been kind of a normal, fairly calm week, which we're very glad and grateful for. I had a pretty sucky week. Um, on Monday, I was left alone in the store for a couple hours, and I was going to open Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday by myself because there was a manager training and we did not have enough staff. And so I was very, very stressed out about that. And I was talking to one girl and someone else came in and she was just very like abrupt and was just like, I need you to move this line to this other phone. And then she was like, my 80-year-old mother is in the car, and if you can't do this and talk to her at the same time, I'm leaving, and the other girl, like, turned and, like, snapped and yelled at her for being rude and interrupting her, and that she can wait her turn, and that, I, I, yes, I froze, I did not like that at all, the other girl just kept talking and then the woman's like fine if you're not gonna help both of us at the same time she grabbed both the phones stormed out and then looked at me and goes oh don't even cry about it and stormed off and i threw the computer monitor and (laughs) told the other girl i wasn't helping her either and then she wouldn't leave she just kept standing around going sir 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 Sir. Oh my gosh. And then she came back the next day and claimed that I broke her phone, which I did not. I think this boils down to people don't know how to act in public. Especially if you work in retail. Dear listeners, if you work in retail, we understand and we sympathize and our spew hearts go out to you. Keep fighting the good fight. I'm sorry that that happened. That's terrible. You think of anything, any other news that happened this week? So that's really all I had this week. I've been I've been kind of busy this week. We're we're prepping for an IEP meeting next week, and 
I've been kind of pouring a lot of energy into that, but that's really all I had. In that case, we are going to move on to our next segment. This week, we are going to be talking about different medications and supplements and various things that we have tried. My personal experience started, I probably was 11. Um, There was a study done that showed that um, Prozac or fluoxetine could um, lower the severity and amount of repetitive actions. And so we tried that for a while and it helped actually a lot um, until like, I guess just a few years ago, like my anxiety and depression like really skyrocketed. And so I went off from it and I kind of normaled out for a couple years, but I'm pretty sure I don't, I don't really remember being anxious or anything when I was younger, like prior to that. Um, but my mom says that I used to throw up just thinking about doing something new, be it going to a new restaurant or whatever, I would just get so stressed out about it that I would actually make myself sick. Yeah. And then, um, I guess in just about the last year and a half, the anxiety and stuff has just kind of come back. I I, I do feel like it's tied little bit to not having a job in my career, my desired career path. And the longer that I'm in a job that's not that, the more stressed about it I become. Mm-hmm. Of course. And so now I'm on some other antidepressant that's been helping quite a bit. Um, but it, I'm still having those random outbursts of anger and but that like the actual anxiety and stress is like gone away it's just like a random build up and release of anger that i can't you know let it out in normal bursts it all comes out violently and like like an obscurus so i want to compare this to an obscurus but i don't have any uh, anything else to add to that Ooh, I re- hey, you haven't told me that comparison, and I really like that, actually. I just watched Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them again, like, last week, so it's very fresh on the brain. I really like that comparison. I can I can see what you're saying. I think that's pretty much all I've got. Do you like this better than the Prozac or no? I don't know. Well, these are important questions to ask yourself with any medication, friend. Oh, it's been a while since I was on the other one, so I, I don't know. Do you think... Like, are you able to tell when it's building up? You know... N- not so much now that I'm on it. Because now that I'm on it, it's just kind of like 0 to 60. Where before... Well, I was just like... At 120 before I even walked into the building. Okay, well, I mean, me being an outsider on this, 
looking in, I would say that maybe that is a, a somewhat of improvement, even if it's half a step. I don't know. I hope that it mellows out and that it gets better. This is actually, this is kind of a good segue. This is why I'm so nervous to start my daughter, Abby, on any kind of like real, real medication like that, just because her communication is still at a point where she wouldn't be able to tell us how she felt mm. one way or the other on it. So that's kind of why we've been holding back on that. Because I really do think she could benefit from some anti-anxiety medicine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Especially, I mean, she's fine when she's, where she's comfortable. But, like, when she gets to school, which that's very 50-50. Sometimes she's super comfortable and she's super happy and she's very social and sweet. And then, like, the other 50% of the time... You know, as soon as we walk into school, I can just, I can tell that she's anxious and she's, she's nervous and she's fidgety and something's about to set her off and I can't put my finger on what it is. But that's why we haven't really messed with any actual, you know, medications, quote unquote. But I feel like I could write a whole book on supplements for (laughs) autism. (laughs) I really do. I feel like I could write novels. (laughs) We've done a lot of stuff over the years. I really don't even know where to begin on that. And if people are interested, but we started with, um, I mean, actually, to to take it back, when she was very first diagnosed at about two and a half or three years old, we did get her on some sleep medicine. And honestly, I don't remember what it was. It was so long ago. She's about to be nine now, just to give our listeners some point of reference. So about six years, I can't remember what it was, but some sleep medication because she had terrible sleep problems. She just, she, she did not sleep. She didn't know what it was and how to do it. And so we tried that and it just really made the situation worse. We tried it for about two and a half months and then we pulled her off of it and we haven't done real anything since then. Besides like antibiotics for ear infections and such, you know, we're not... We're not mm-hmm. nuts. We will medicate and vaccinate our child. But with all that being said, she is a picky eater. I know she doesn't have a very good diet. So we do try to supplement with stuff where we can. She's on daily vitamins, just your basic everyday kids' vitamins, multivitamins. And then right now she is taking a probiotic. And we give her CBD oil, which has worked out fairly well. It hasn't, you know, worked miracles or anything, but it does seem to help a little bit with her anxiety and um, her anger a bit. She doesn't seem so angry. We've done gluten-free and dairy-free for a while as well. I'd say for about a year, which isn't a supplement, but it is a diet that is very popular. Well, I wouldn't say popular, but very common for people on the spectrum to do or try at least once to see if it helps with any symptoms. Have you been able to go like 100% gluten-free? Yeah. Yeah. We're about to start a, a new protocol 
and I honestly, I don't know if I can say the name of it on air because he's got it trademarked, but I'm going to, and I still might not even say it correctly, but it's the Nemechek protocol and it's nothing drastic. It's just basically fighting inflammation from your gut, which we know from some testing that we've had done that she has some gut problems, some intestinal, gastrointestinal issues. So that's really why we went gluten-free, dairy-free. But this it helps fight it even more, the inflammation from it. It's just like olive oil and a prebiotic, no probiotic, a prebiotic, olive oil, prebiotic, and um, fish oil. So it sounds simple enough. We're going to try it. I mean, it's olive oil and fish oil. It can't hurt too much. <laughs> We're kind of excited. We've heard really good things about it. I'm kind of curious. Uh-huh. But I'm kind of curious. Would you be willing to try any of this, like, crazy stuff that I'm trying with Abby? You as a, you know, grown adult on the spectrum. Would you be willing to try any of this if you thought it would help, like, your anxiety or anything? Or do you not believe in it? Uh, there's currently not enough research on some of it but yes if it if enough research comes out i'd definitely be willing to try it i mean there's nothing oh at this point it almost feels like a waste of money <laughs> ain't that the truth i feel like that a lot i mean <laughs> especially when we did the cbd oil um abby's abby's daddy had very very high hopes for it and I'm, I'm not saying this to poke fun this is just the reality you know he had very very high hopes for it he had seen so many videos of you know miracles worked with cbd oil and nonverbal children saying their first words for the same time and that was just not the reality of our situation so but it i mean it did help in other ways but it just it wasn't a cure-all, and I, I never went into it expecting that, but I can understand why some people would. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious, you know, especially as a parent of a child who can't really tell me what's going on, I'm always curious to know what people who I think are like-minded with her would say about it, and I'm sure a lot of people in my position would want to know as well <laughs> if you think we're <laughs> wasting our money. Typically, most of us do have a uh, best interest as heart, though, and we just, if we think it'll help, I think we're willing to try it. Yeah. We're going to try something new. Uh, when we go to the break, I am going to read a trivia question off the Pottermore website, and I'll give you the answer when we come back. This week's question is, what should you watch out for on the hidden staircase concealed by a tapestry? <laughs> This is Jeffrey, the financial advisor for Spew at Glingotts Bank. And now we return to Spew. Alright, welcome back. Uh, the answer to this week's question is a vanishing step. At, Get ya. At this point, um, talk to you guys about our owl mail. Please Send us some owl mail. You can get to us at spewcast at gmail.com or leave us some howlers um, by calling 407-706-SPEW. That is 407-706-7739. Now this episode, or when we look at the Daily Prophet, 
I've got a couple stories for you. Um, the first one is the Warner Brothers Studio Tour in London is opening a new Gringotts expansion April 6th. It's going to be the main hall and the Lestrange vault. And it was assembled and restored by some of the original designers and builders and stuff. So that that's a cool thing that I won't be able to do. <laughs> that sounds really exciting, though. Uh, also, Daniel Radcliffe has a new show premiering this week on the 12th on TBS called Miracle Workers. He plays an angel who answers prayers. And Steve Buscemi plays God. What? I did not even know this, and I actually have cable now. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. I'm really excited for that. I love them both, Daniel Radcliffe and Steve Buscemi. And a little bit of follow-up on the Amanda Donaldson case. Um, not a lot of information came out from this month's uh, trial, but there has definitely been a reduction in the amount of fraudulent card activity. Um, but we're talking about things like at one store, she legitimately bought two candles for baskets and stuff. These candles are valued at 280 pounds a piece. This still leaves about 900 pounds of fraudulent activity at this store. Uh, also, the stolen merchandise, so the books and the train set, were actually returned by her ex-boyfriend. Um, the case is still ongoing. I don't know when the next um, date is, um, but that's pretty much all we've found out so far from that. Well, the only thing I had was what I was telling you earlier about the um, Armani Williams. That's really all I had this week. I've been I've been kind of busy this week. That's really all I had. Armani Williams being the first NASCAR driver on the spectrum. We applaud him. You should read his interviews, guys. They are very intriguing and awesome. Guess that's pretty much all we have for this episode. Uh. Remember, our next episode is going to be on March 1st, so we expect to see you then. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, give us a review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spewcast. Uh, like us on Twitter at Spectrum People. Uh, also, something I did not do last episode... I want to thank Joan Burr for our beautiful theme song. Yes, thank you, Joan. Anything else to add? Please, send us owl mail. All right. Until next time, I'm Queerness. I'm Lavender. And as Luna Lovegood said, don't worry, you're just as sane as I am. Bye. Bye.